0: to Podette, the bite-sized podcast for business owners ready to start or grow their own podcast and attract more clients through the power of audio. I'm Tours, ex-television professional turned podcaster. Podette is brought to you by my company, Podcastology, where we help ambitious business owners just like you create a show that's a strategic content marketing asset so you can get heard and get paid. Now grab a cuppa and enjoy the show, and don't forget to hit subscribe so you never miss our latest mini-episodes released every Tuesday and Thursday. Let's get started! Welcome to episode six of Podette. Today, I'm going to be talking about software, specifically what to look for in software so that you can get the basics down and move on to the more juicy and fun, in my opinion, parts of podcasting. If you haven't started your podcast yet or have just launched, keep an eye out for the basics episodes, which are designed to give you the information you need at the start of your podcasting journey. With so many decisions to make around your podcast, I'm hoping this series will help you make the right choices for you, your business, and your podcast while reducing overwhelm. While I'm not going to tell you what to do, I do want to help you make informed decisions. I want to help you learn how to make the decisions needed, not make those decisions for you. Let's be real. Unless you're a biz bestie, I don't know you or your business well enough to be able to do that. And part of being an entrepreneur is learning how to make your own decisions instead of just copying what those who've come before us have done. While I'm still learning to stand on my own two feet, metaphorically speaking, and from a business perspective, there's stuff I know about podcasting that can really help you learn to forge your own path intentionally and confidently. And I am here for that. So let's talk software, because you need something in order to be able to record software is going to be device and budget dependent. Thankfully, my fave is accessible across both PCs and Macs and is free, which makes this podcast episode an awful lot easier. So check out Audacity for your recording and editing software. Job done. Great episode. Thanks for listening. I'm kidding. I know, I know. I literally just said I wouldn't tell you what to do, and I meant it. I want to explain why I'm recommending Audacity and give you some situations where it might not be the best choice, but also why, so you can look for the stuff that works for you. When looking for software, especially when you're new to podcasting, finding something that's user friendly is really going to help you start and keep going with creating your show consistently. Lots of people will recommend Adobe's Audition software, but I personally find Adobe not particularly intuitive for me to use, and its interface is overwhelming for me as a result. I don't speak Adobe particularly well, which limits how easily I can use it and increases the frustration I feel around learning the software. You may speak fluent, Adobe, and have the budget for the software, in which case it might be a better choice for you. So that's step one. Make sure the software feels comfortable and easy for you to use, doesn't visually overwhelm you, and obviously fits within your budget. When it comes to recording, look for software that has metering available. Essentially, you're looking for something that lets you see how loud you're being. Why? Well, too low and you'll have to turn up the volume in the edit, which turns up the volume on everything, including background noise. But if you can see you're too quiet when you're recording, then you can just get closer to the mic in that moment instead. Metering also lets you see if you're too loud. This is a bigger problem, because it can distort your audio. Your mic can only record so loudly, too loud and it makes it sound fuzzy. If you look at the waveform of audio that was too loud when it was recorded you'd see it was flat instead of spiky. Think of it like hitting a ceiling. It squashes the spikes as they hit making it sound different as a result. You can't really fix that in the edit because the sound just isn't there for you to play with. The best way to fix distorted audio is to just not do it in the first place. So what does the meter look like? In some apps and software, it looks like a dial with a moving needle. The far end of the dial will have some red on it, and that's when you're getting too loud every time that needle hits that red. Other meters look like bars, going from green into orange into red. Again, red means you're getting too loud. Red is bad. We called this going hot when I worked in telly, and it's when you're in the red consistently that things become a problem. The odd flicker of red here and there isn't an issue, but staying in the red for long periods of time is what gives you that flat and distorted audio waveform, which is why having a visual clue on your loudness is so useful. It can help you avoid the problem easily. Speaking of waveforms, I prefer to be able to see the waveform as it records because, again, it gives me a visual on how loud I am and what else is being recorded from the background. Just because I can hear something doesn't necessarily mean my mic is too. So if I can't see anything other than my voice on the waveform, then I'll just carry on recording. Of course, you have to be quiet for a moment to see what, if anything, you're recording besides your voice. But it's a useful thing to have, even if it's just to reassure you you're recording okay. If there's a waveform, your mic is hearing it and your software should be recording it assuming you've pushed the record button, a common problem I have. Now, this is all well and good if you're recording a solo show, but if you're recording an interview show remotely, then you're going to want to use something completely different. A lot of people use Zoom because it's free or they're already paying for it as part of their other business expenses, but you can find the audio is heavily compressed, so as with most things, give it a try to see what happens and make a decision based on that test. Make sure you're set up to record you and your guest on separate channels so that if you cough when your guest's speaking, it's easy to edit out and won't impact your guest's sound. Alternatives to Zoom are Zencaster or Squadcast, but they are paid options. There are other alternatives out there, but I haven't used them, so can't comment on their effectiveness nor ease of use. When looking for remote recording software, make sure any guest you want to interview doesn't need to create an account with the software in order to join your call, and that ideally they don't need to download anything either. Systems and devices differ wildly, so it's not always going to be viable for your guests to download software just to take part in an interview. In fact, it may put them off showing up at all. Okay, now let's have a quick chat about editing software. A lot of the software you can use to record a solo show, like Audacity, can also be used to edit all those things I just mentioned, the things to look for, are going to be useful when it comes to editing too. But if you'd prefer to edit in something other than Audacity or whatever software it is you've kind of hit on for recording, unless it's a really rubbish output, I'd recommend recording in that software too. It'll help you continue to show up if you're only using, and therefore learning, one piece of software instead of two. Some of the online recording software, like Zencaster, also gives you a leg up in the editing department by offering the ability to level your sound and reduce background hum all at the push of a button, so that you don't have to do that part in your edit. You can use it to record just yourself, too, so it doesn't have to be used only when you have guests. And most, if not all, remote recording software gives you the option of recording video as well as audio, should you want it. So while I use and recommend Audacity, there are obviously situations and requirements that make other software a better choice. I'd love to know what you use. So drop me a DM on Instagram. I'm at podcastology. Catch you next time. Thanks for listening. The show notes are over at podcastology.co in case you want to check out any resources mentioned or get more info on how we can support you and your podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review. It'll help me help more people get heard and get paid. Remember, new episodes will be dropping every Tuesday and Thursday, so hit subscribe to never miss one. Catch you next time.